Part of Relationships Radio Show is copyrighted. No one is to use in part or full any portion of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Dzinski, or the Art of Relationships. Thank you. Licensed Relationship and Sex Counselor, Greg Dzinski, also known as Master G, the Art of Relationships will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy in your romantic relationships. He will also welcome live calls from listeners and help him with these very challenges. Heard of the old repetitive and tiresome tit-for-tat arguments? Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a quick, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax to a happier you. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, (laughs) but to some of us, he is simply known as Master G. Hey everybody, it's Greg Dzinski and this is the Art of Relationships Radio Show. Hopefully everybody's doing awesome out there, staying warm. Hopefully nobody's uh, sick or getting sick or freezing their uh, appendages (laughs) off out there. Uh, Welcome again. Everybody, give me a shout out. Give me a call. 586-212-4111. Nine six again five eight six two one two four one nine six. Everybody out there, turn the damn Oscars off when they come on, or catch it after the show. Right? Hopefully, you'll be able to learn something from here, gain some insights that are gonna help you in your day to day life. Versus, what the hell? Are the Oscars going to teach you? <laughs> Not to slam that old shit. Now I'll never be on TV or on the radio. Well, main radio focus. Okay. Um, welcome again to the Art of Relationships radio show. This topic tonight is going to be, are you there? Meaning. Are you there emotionally? Are you there for your partner? And how many people out there think they are? However, maybe you need to do a gut check and look in the mirror and see if you actually are. And it's very difficult nowadays, you know, we're glued to our cell phones. I know, you know, social media and everything. I know my business, the my counseling business art of relationships, you know, I'm you know, people get a hold of me, you name it, you know, social media, Facebook, private message me, emails, it's all over. So it's hard to maybe tune out all the electronic social media aspects and maybe really pay attention to our partners. You know, we think, and I'll ask, you know, do you think you guys are there for each other. They look at me, huh? Yeah, we help with the kid. No, no, no. Do you actually, that's good that you're there. You know, we help each other out. That's all part of it. But are you there emotionally? Are you paying attention? Or, you know, are you guys just so self-absorbed, right? Or maybe perhaps your focus is on the kids and paying attention to them, that you are not paying attention to each other. I mean, really paying attention to each other. Uh, Some situations we'll get into, too, is it one-sided? Are you 
the one that is always wanting to be maybe reassured, always you're the emotional needy one, and always you're the one that's always having problems. I always want to talk about your problems. I always about, you know, my bad day at work, my this, my that. that uh, da, 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 da. <laughs> you always have emotional upsets, but you are not there emotionally for your partner. And how many out there are guilty of this? And do you think about it? Am I the one that's always complaining, nagging, you know, doing everything and always the world revolves around me, right? I'm not talking maybe selfishness that you need someone to vent to, to complain about the world around you and your life around you. However, you're not there for the other one. You're not there for your partner. And then maybe your partner gets tired of it, tunes it out, and then all of a sudden you're like, you know, you're a bitch, you're a dick, and all this stuff, and it creates further problems because maybe you're not seriously looking at yourself, and you know what? Maybe it's all about you. So pay attention, people. Hopefully you can look in the mirror and gain insights into maybe are you actually mostly present for your partner, right? And so many couples, you sit there, and I, I get them in my office. I had a couple yesterday, Saturday, yeah, Saturday, that, um, you know, they would even say, they're sitting next to each other on a couch. They're there physically present, but emotionally, they're not. Their brain is somewhere else. And, you know, we're busy with kids, school, Maybe parents have health issues. We're all this way, and we get so easily distracted. I think we take our partners for granted that they're always there, and we sort of we tune them out. You know what? Almost like we're around, but you're always thinking of something else. You're always daydreaming, and your partner could represent that. Maybe you don't care. And how many people have... Ask a question, and I talked about this in my book, and all of a sudden you get a response, and it has nothing to do with the question, right? Oh, what'd you want for dinner? Oh, yeah, I took the car, got gas. And you're like, what the hell? <laughs> you're like, what's that have to do with dinner? Um, and you know they're not, I'm laughing, but it's not funny. They're not paying attention to one another and that creates a lot of problems, right? And that is, that's not good. And it's going to create emotional, uh, if you want to say emotional distrust or a lack of emotional safety because you feel like your partner is not there for you. So what happens? You distance yourself even further emotionally and physically and then frustration, everything kicks in if your partner's not there for you, or if it's always one-sided, then issues hit the fan, right? Give me a call, 586-212-4196. I want to hear your stories about that. Or even if you have to complain about maybe your partner is not always present for you, right? And maybe what happens that... Um, maybe you're not there, right? 
and maybe your partner, they need to maybe get mature, adult up. I'm not going to say man up, but adult up because women are present too. To look at, are you really there? And are you the one that's always emotionally needy, but you sort of neglect your partner? You might, you know, maybe you have a partner in a situation you go into and they had a bad day. Maybe, you know what? Um, Man, work really sucked today or, you know, it was just draining today. Oh, yeah, mine was too. And da 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 da. Mine was this, mine was that. And you're just sitting there like, eh, eh, what the hell? <laughs> Here I'm talking. They're not, oh, you know what? It'd be nice to hear. Oh, really? Oh, man, that sucks. What happened? Man, well, why was it so draining? What was going on? And your partner just goes off on a tangent, turns it around. Now it turns into about them. How often are you in this situation, right? And ladies out there listening to the show, are you typically saying, and I get this, maybe the men aren't emotionally there for you. How many ladies out there find that typically it's always men that are not there emotionally for you, right? Is that an average that... Maybe more men are, hmm, maybe they are there. You know what? Maybe. Um, so we'll look at, you know, what the hell are you doing? Why does everything be about you? And this is going to create a really cluster F. You know what I'm saying about in your relationship because your partner's going to act like you don't care. It's all about you. You don't care. Give a shit about him or her because everything gets turned around, right? The matter of emotional importance, like you're not care. It's all about me. And that is going to destroy you guys. And this is tied in. I always talk about emotional needs. Um, you know, emotional needs, and not only, you know, emotional, but even physical, sexual, whatever, uh, needs, wants, desires. And this goes on if your partner doesn't care about them. That's another way that you are not emotionally present. Not about selling yourself out, but that's like you don't care, right? This is important to me. And you're saying, F you, you're sticking the middle finger up. What's your partner to do, right? And this happens big time, big, big, big time. I hear a lot of women, oh, men don't get it. They're not there for me. They're not compassionate. Well, men, you need to man up up here and maybe pay attention and get clued in. One exercise that helps, and I talked about this on various shows too, about um, getting each other, right? And maybe if your wife's girlfriend out there, you know what? You just don't get it. You just don't get me. Well, another way is they, you know, I'm sick of this. Men's brains work differently than women's brains and all this stuff. Some, with some aspects, it's true, but men can learn and get clued in. So it is not always about 
you know, men not listening. Maybe the women are not listening to the guys. You ever think of this? And it's almost like those scenario about the dog chasing its tail. The guy doesn't think that his wife or girlfriend um, makes him feel important. So he tunes out. It's like, oh, I could care less. Here she goes. It's all about her nagging whatever. And then it creates that vicious circle. She doesn't think he gives a crap about her. He doesn't think she cares about his emotional, well, maybe both physical needs too. So you get in this mess. It's a disaster and it creates a huge, huge problem. So when you are not there emotionally for one another, your relationship will slowly, slowly dwindle. It'll die. And I talk about this in the book I'm writing too. I'm talking about that. Yeah, I'm hoping, still hoping for mid to end of March, but I'm, it's probably going to be the end of March uh, deadline I'm hoping for. Oh, please, please, please. <laughs> so please be patient, everybody. I appreciate that. And the interest and stuff I've been getting about the book that's going to be coming out. So you look at um, how often have you asked each other, um, you know what, hon, babe, whatever you want to do, don't even get me going in the bay. That needs to be thrown out the window. It's over your, oh, you're my bay. Really? Is that like baby? <laughs> no. Uh, you know, whatever your pet name is for one another. Um, how many people, hey, how are you? Right? Common, common sense. And you go to talk, and they're boom, up in the other room. They're not even paying attention. They ask you like, well, I asked you how you're doing, but you didn't listen. That tells your partner that you don't care. You're just yeah, pacifying. You're just pacifying your partner. You know, you're trying to do the routine duty, but you are not listening. You're paying attention. If you ask your partner a question, you better wait for a response, right? Because it's acting like um, that you don't care. Like the scenario I gave at the very beginning of the show is, you know, oh, how was your day? Oh, you know what? It was a bad, it was a draining day. Oh, yeah, well, mine, da-da-da-da-da, and you go off. Like when you ask, how are you doing? Mean it. Really, really mean it and care to get a response. And when we're so busy, you know, if we, you know, you have kids, running kids, working a job, maybe two jobs, the stress of bills, all this stuff. I know it's very difficult. I'm not saying it's easy. Not at all. Not at all. And it takes a lot of work to make a great relationship. And you can, you know, I try to make it easier. That's why I do the show, why I help people. And, you know, so many people might try to bust their ass and work their butt off to get connected to their partner and get emotionally that they are there. They work their butt off at this, but it's not working. So they keep doing the same thing. They keep busting their butt, trying to get their other person to listen, to feel loved, and it's not hitting the mark. I want you, if you're going to work your butt off, <laughs> I want you to do it in a smart way. So, you know, if your partner, how 
often do you actually pay attention? You know what? How are you doing? Not only that, what about asking your partner, you know, not daily, maybe even weekly, monthly. I'd like weekly. (laughs) Weekly, it sounds sort of boring or sounds routine, but it isn't. And people take this for granted, but ask, how are you doing? Do you feel important? Am I making you feel important? Do I, do I listen to you? Do you feel like I, I pay attention what's your going on? If you say you're having a bad day, you know, grumpy, grouchy, are they asking what's going on? Or do they take things personally or, oh, yeah, you just did it, did it, did it, did it, that they don't care? And this is part of being there emotionally. Do you actually ask? Ask each other weekly, whatever. You know what? Are you feeling important? Do you feel that I love you? Do you feel that our sex life is good, that it's satisfactory, that I'm curling your toes? (laughs) You know, it, it could be frequency. It could be style about feeling connected, right? Am I, do you think, Do you feel that I'm paying attention and listen to you? This is totally different than agreeing. I don't feel like you listen to me because you don't agree with me. No, that's different. You got a right to disagree with each other big time, right? I don't want any uh, doormats and uh, not at all. You got a right to speak up. You got a right to disagree. That's okay. That's cool. But there's a difference between, you know, disagreeing and actually being there in listening to one another. It's important. So do a check. Check. Am I really there for you? Am I paying attention to my loved one, my lover, my partner? Am I emotionally present? Not just physically. And it's very difficult to do. And when you, when was the last time you asked your partner these questions? Do you feel like I'm emotionally there for you? That I listen to you? That I make you feel important and loved? And part of when people say they don't feel important or they don't feel loved, typically the number one thing is this. This issue I'm talking about tonight, that their partner is not there for them emotionally or they don't care about the help they provide or whatever, and they get taken advantage, not taken advantage of perhaps, but maybe taken for granted. And all of a sudden they look at, oh, I've had a bad day. Um, And it's always maybe constant. It's always the one partner that always wants the other one to be there for them, but they're not present. They're not there for the other. And all of a sudden the other one starts thinking the world revolves around them. They feel also that, what? They don't care about me. It's always about him. It's always about her. You know what? It's me too. It's a partnership, right? Do you actually care about me or am I just here for your emotional needs and your emotional benefits and it's like, screw you, right? That's how I take it. Do you take it like I feel like you're telling me screw you because you're not listening to me. You don't care if I feel important, right? 
Don't care if I feel loved because you're not asking. It's like you don't care. You take it for granted, right? Now, not only asking, you want to listen to the answers. And by feeling that you're there emotionally, typically, if it's important, you're going to do something about it, right? That is another way about being there for each other and being there being present. You hear that all the time. It sounds like a cliche and everything, but you look at, are you present? Are you emotionally there for each other? Okay. I'm going to take a break. (laughs) I'm going to take a couple minute break and rest up my vocal cords or what's left of them. And uh, so it don't sound like I'm going through puberty again. (laughs) So thanks for listening. Again, after the break, give me a call, 586-212-4196. I'd love to hear your comments or maybe your struggles with maybe this situation in your relationship or maybe you had this in a past relationship and you have this uh, stereotype and I get it. Oh, all men don't care about this. No man is emotionally there for women. Or maybe you're a guy and you feel like it's always about the woman and never about you. Remember, I get rid of gender stereotypes. So this is collectively an uh, individual focus, okay? I will be back in a couple minutes after break. Make sure you write this phone number down, 586-212-4196, and you can also join me in live chat. I'll be back in a few minutes. Thanks. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. She has hand-painted, uh, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shea on Facebook. Waking up, kissing the floor of a bathroom stall. This isn't any way to live, no, not at all. And every one of these kids is so
to call myself the great pretender before you tell me why you remember when you used to stand for something more than this. I always think it's happy ever after until it's a complete disaster Hey, back on with our uh, Relationships Radio Show. That was Skyway Traffic, the great pretender. Check them out on YouTube, all over the place. Again, Skyway Traffic, the great pretender. And we're back with the Art of Relationships Radio Show, talking about are you there for your partner? And talk... You know, is it one-sided? Or maybe you, maybe you're always there for your partner, and they're not there for you emotionally. And the stereotypical thing is, right, men are never emotionally there for women. I hate to disagree with you. There are men that are present, that care, and they want to be there emotionally for their ladies, right? However, maybe the ladies, it's always about, you and maybe you're not there for your man right the man's always supposed to be big bad strong right nothing shakes him always what take care of everything right maybe that's the problem too you know what maybe men need to open up a little bit and be able to say hey you know what Shut your mouth and listen to me. No, that's rude. But you know what? Maybe it'll work. (laughs) Listen to me. I got a problem here. You know what? Um, I had a bad day, a shitty day. Um, You know, what's going on? And I'm human too, right? I'm human too. I'm a man. You know, I have bad, you know, rough days seeing clients, couples, um, you know, going through, oh, my God, uh, you know, terminal ill with cancer, um, sexual abuse, uh, you know, couples, it's just, it gets emotional, right? And I get drained. I get emotionally burned at times too. I'm usually pretty good at dealing with it, but I have bad days too. So I want someone that's there for me emotionally as well. I want it, a partnership. I want it to be what? Two ways, not just one sided. Another aspect talking about, you know, do you make it emotionally safe telling me what's on your mind? Can you ask your lover, partner, wife, husband, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever you want to call your lover, um, do you ever ask, do I make it emotionally safe for you to talk to me, right? Do I? You know, do I make it safe for you to tell me what's on your mind, what's going on about your day, about what's bugging you? Do I make it or do I just blow it off or do I um, pay attention? Do I act like, yeah, 
<laughs> do I act like I care? Don't act. I hope you generally do care what's going on. <clears throat> so you look at these aspects, and if you, this is all part of, you know, more questions you can ask each other and check in with one another. Even, you know, like I said, I would love it on a weekly basis, and I promote this. This means that you care. And again, if they say, no, I don't feel love, oh, at least I asked and I cared that I asked. Now you have to follow through and do something about it, right? Because that means what, people? It's just lip service out there, right? Give me a call. I want to hear your stories and maybe what helped you get through this or get connected as well to your partner on, you know, that they are more emotionally present or maybe you learned something about yourself. 586-212-4196. How many times, too, maybe you're with somebody that if there's a problem or something going on, do they always freak out, right? Do stereotypically, do guys get mad, throw things you know, scream, yell, and all this stuff. Oh, my God! I can't believe this! Oh, my God! What? And you're looking at that person like, um, are you a teenager? <laughs> am I bashing or criticizing? Yeah, maybe I am. Maybe it's time that you grow up and you man up, right? And women, do you always freak out, flip out? Maybe you do the same thing. Maybe you scream. Everything is a big issue and you're like a big issue right could be you know something that's minor and that's very subjective right people could be a minor issue no big deal and all of a sudden it's exaggerated right it's exaggerated to a big thing the world's gonna end oh my god what am I gonna do and you throw a tirade that doesn't make your partner feel like they can talk to you about anything because if your partner maybe they're there for you most of the time no one's perfect right maybe they're there for you most of the time we'll get it you know that's great again we're human i'm human and every little thing they see in you maybe you flip out freak out and they don't feel you know what i can't talk about this with my partner, because he, right, he or she, they can't handle it. They're going to flip out. And if they think I'm having a bad day or I'm having problems with something and they can't handle their own shit, they're going to flip out about mine. So I got to shut up. I don't feel safe talking about it because I'm worried about them. It's going to turn into me saying I had a bad day, feel drained, whatever, and Oh, son, they're going to flip out. Now, I'm only dealing with my problem. I got to deal with them. Um, it's, it's very frustrating. And it talks about, you know, what's it take about growing together and being there for each other, that you can make it safe for one another, okay, to be emotionally present. And this is part of growing, right? As an individual, which I always promote, even with couples, about growing and evolving and maturing, that you can get a hold of yourself, right? AKA through uh, Dr. David Snarch, um, 
that you, you know, you get a hold of yourself and you're able to, you know what, self-soothe. And I even talk parents. One of the number one things you can do as a parent is to teach your child, your kids, to self-soothe themselves instead of always having to rely on you because you're going to grow or have kids grow up to be very insecure, very needy, right? And then you're going to freak out and look at, oh, my God, I can't stand this. Look what happened. Yeah, look what happened. Look what you caused as a parent, right? So pay attention, look in the mirror, and try to get a hold of yourself. And what can I do to be emotionally present and make it emotionally safe for my partner to talk to me, to open up without me flipping out, freaking out? And the big thing, right, with the stereotypical, here we go again, about women, right? They might just want to vent, and they don't want the guy to fix things, right? And I talked about all about that guy fixing, wants to fix things, solves everything. That's his way of showing empathy. Might not be the right what you need, right? But if the guy just wants to vent, are you allowing him to just vent or do you start taking things personally? Maybe you both do. And maybe they just need to vent and that's part of being there emotionally and being mature and being an adult, right? Am I there? Am I making it safe for my partner to talk about everything? Or um, going back to the questions I asked, you know what, about really meaning it genuinely you know what do i make you feel loved do i make you feel important um is our sex life satisfactory is it good right remember i said about the cold toe curling oh my god here we go again my voice do i make you feel like i'm list did i listen and i care what you have to say and what happens i'm laughing i'm setting you up right what happens if they say no, you don't. Oh, my God. I can't believe that. Da, 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 da. You know, I can't believe I do this. I do that. Da, da, I can't believe you said that. And this is not gender bias, right? Men do this. Women do it. It's individuals, not a gender thing, people. So, like I said on numerous shows, you need to split all men are like this. All women do this. Not that shit off. Look at individual basis. So what happens if you, you're generally concerned, right? You're not expecting a negative answer, right? Oh, they're not they're gonna tell me what I wanna hear. That's bullshit. And your relationship doesn't grow if they're just telling you what you want to hear because they're afraid you're gonna flip out, you're gonna freak out. So I'm all about being honest, right? Be caring, be honest, don't be a jerk. But you look at it, if they do come up, is our sex life satisfactory? Do you feel important? Do you feel like I listen to you? And if they say, no, I don't, <gasps> oh, do you flip out, throw things, start calling names? Or are you mature enough to look at, you know what? What can I do, right, to make our sex life more satisfactory for you? Or, oh, well. This is me, too bad. <laughs> you know what? Ooh. Or, you know what? You 
do you feel like I, I listen? You pay attention to what you have to say. You know what? Sometimes, yeah, but most of the time, no, I don't. Oh, my God. And then all of a sudden, oh, yeah, there's a time you didn't listen to me. And it's like, oh, my God, here we go again. It's always about them. They flip it around. The tit for tat goes in. So if you're going to really, like I said, remember, gently ask, gently care if your partner feels loved and present that you're there, not just physically, but emotionally, you better be prepared to hear the truth if it if it's yes I do I appreciate it thanks for asking that's terrific but you better be mature enough to handle if the answer is no I don't it's sad it's like getting kicked in the head punched in the mouth kicked in the genitals I said genitals so I didn't just say nuts it covers both men and women right so you look at If your partner says no, and I want your partner to say no if it's no, right? I don't want any lying. I want, like I said, no taboo topics again. I want you to be honest with each other. That's how you grow and that's how you learn from each other. Don't be scared or shy. I get it because, let's face it, you don't want to start an argument. You don't want to do whatever, right? But this is not fully being there, being honest with each other. And how you feel, where you stand, about your needs and wants, that also means that you're present in the relationship and you care enough about yourself and the relationship to evolve it, to grow it, to become even more intimate, even closer. Okay? So, what are you going to do if the answer is no? And be honest, right? Be honest with, yes, if it is. You know what? Great. Be a pre, you know, I'm glad you care. Thank, you know, thanks for asking. It sounds cheesy, but I'm not talking about cheesy. I'm just, you know, and, but if, no, no, I don't. You be honest. And then I don't want you, if you're on the receiving end of that, no, no, I don't. I don't want you to flip out. And then turn it all about me. Well, you don't do this. You don't do that. And it's like, oh, my God. Here we go again. Now we're acting like a kid. We're acting like a teenager. The tit for tat going back. And remember I said about emotional maturity. I talked about sexual maturity. That's part of being emotionally mature. But then again, that tells me you are not being emotionally mature. I'm not bashing you. I'm just saying maybe you need to grow And look in the mirror a little bit and saying, you know what? Why am I doing the tit for tat? I ask a question. I got to answer. Now it's up to me to deal with it and maybe see what I can do. Okay, if you don't feel loved, what can I do, right? That means you're not only asking, but being present, being emotionally there. Are you there for your partner? That means doing something about it. Now, you got the response. What are you going to do about it? Huge, right? And what are you going to do? Are you mature enough to listen to the answer, even if it's negative, even if you feel like they're bashing you? Maybe they're not. Maybe they're just saying, no, I don't. I'm not into being a jerk. You, you know, that's jerk as 
not gender bias. It doesn't mean just a guy. Women can be jerks too. Um, so do you, can you handle it? What can you, you know what? What can I do to make you feel more important, to make you feel that I am listening to you? Now, you have a right, you know, what can I do to make you feel like I am listening? That doesn't mean I'm going to agree with you again. Not at all, right? That's probably not real life. You're going to disagree. That makes life interesting, opens up discussions, right? Don't take them personally, but you know what? What can I do to make you feel like I am listening to you? You know what I hear? I get where you're coming from. I get why you feel that way or think that, but I disagree. No big deal, right? So make each other feel emotionally safe. Make each other feel emotionally secure. And you know what? Ask and care. Give a shit on the answers. Again, you know, how are you? How are you doing? And all of a sudden they go to talk and you flip it around on them. Or do you walk away? Oh, hi, how are you doing? And, you know, you walk away and it's like, huh? <laughs> or, you know, you see maybe someone you haven't seen in a while walk in a uh, ma or school or work or whatever. Hi, how are you doing? And you don't even wait for the answer, right? You just walk by. Am I guilty of that? At times, I am. You know, we're in a rush, whatever. I'm not excusing. But, hi, how's it going? I'm I'm in my zone. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> Craig, you know, what'd you do? You hear your ass and you didn't even wait for an answer. So I try to check myself, too. Um, and that, you know, even saying, you know, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. Oh, great. Great to hear. At least you're giving feedback that you, what? That you paid attention. That you were there you were there emotionally present. You were there. You got it. You made the other person feel heard. So this could be good, not only in your romantic relationships, which I'm all about. That's what this is about. But it also can work in the workplace, right? Or if you're a student going to college, whatever, um, workplace, it can work with relationships, friendships. This premise can also work Big time for your kids, right? The old adage, like, kids are to listen, right? They're not to be heard. They're to listen to us. That's part of mutual respect, and it could create a maybe a more bond for them that you're listening to them. You know what? I know you're upset, but you're still picking up your toys, right? I love you. You're still picking up your toys. I hate your guts. Wow. You can hate my guts now. You're still picking up the toys. Or do you flip out and go nuts, right? You don't talk to me that way. You did it. <laughs> you don't get an argument, right, with young kids. That's just crazy. But you um, are you there? Topic of the show, title of the show. Are you there emotionally present for your partner? Think about it. Hopefully you share this. Share this. With your friends, you can listen to recorded shows, not just live shows. So tell your friends, family, loved ones, enemies. I don't care. No. (laughs) You know, tell everybody. I love the support and everything else, okay? Um, Hopefully this show tonight, you gained some insights. And I want you to be able to look at, you know, yourself. Now, if your partner, right? They're not able to look at themselves. Again, that's part of maturity, right? 
and confidence too that you're able to look at yourself. Am I doing this? Am I not doing this to make my partner feel heard, listened to, cared about, important? Right? Am I just there? Right? Am I just physically next to him, but I'm not emotionally there? Is my mind elsewhere? Like I said, we're not perfect, but is it there most of the time? Or is, are we always, you know, thinking about work, thinking about whatever? If we play baseball, softball, volleyball, kids got gymnastics, uh, dance, uh, soccer, you name it. Are we always thinking about that? And I get it. We're all busy. But how often are you there and how much do you make it a priority in your relationship to be present emotionally there for your partner, okay? Crucial. Thanks, everybody, for listening. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. I'm Greg Dzinski, licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan. And without a doubt, I guess, a relationship and sex expert. Um, well, I should say specialist. I hate the word expert, but, um, I'm here for you. This is what this show's all about to help people out there. That's my passion, my drive, my purpose, if you will, in life. And it feels awesome to be able to help people or at least try to help people. Okay. Thank you for listening. Make sure you check out my social media on Facebook uh, Twitter, I'm on once in a while, but I'm all over on Facebook, the Art of Relationships page, or the Greg, I shouldn't say the, Greg Dzinski, my main page, are almost the same. So check them out there, my website, theartofrelationships.guru. Thank you, everybody. I will be back here Wednesday night, new topic, new subject, matter. Everybody take care. Much love. Dress warm. Be safe. Bye-bye. Much love. Licensed Relationship and Sex Counselor Greg Dazinskis, also known as Master G, the art of relationships will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy in your romantic relationships. He will also welcome live calls from listeners and help him with these very challenges. Heard of the old repetitive and tiresome tit-for-tat arguments? Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a quick, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax to a happier you. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, but to some of us, he is simply known as Master G.